WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071 Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Alyssa Eaton. It's Wednesday, January 25th, 2023. The Champagne Unit 4 School Board voted unanimously on the changes made to their school of choice system on Monday. After months of deliberation between board members, educators, and parents, the board decided on Scenario 4 as recommended by an educational consulting firm. The discussions to change the school assignment system were an attempt to desegregate schools by socioeconomic status. In this plan, students will not have to change schools except for students that live in Bondville. The plan will, however, change middle school assignments for some elementary school students. Other changes include a removal of balanced calendar to have all schools follow a single calendar, set aside 5 to 15 percent of seats at schools for late registration, and have Garden Hill and International Prep Academies teach K through 8th grades. It will also reimburse families that choose to provide transportation if a student qualifies for district transportation. The plan will start in the fall for the 2023 to 2024 school year. On Monday, Illinois Attorney General Kwame Raoul submitted a request to the 5th District Appellate Court asking to dismiss the temporary restraining order on the new Illinois semi-automatic weapons ban. Raoul's request maintains that this restraining order, issued by Effingham County Circuit Judge Joshua Morrison, was improper because of its inability to confirm that the approval of the gun ban violates the Equal Protection Clause. The ban was signed into law by Governor J.B. Pritzker early this month, outlawing the manufacturing and possession of different types of semi-automatic long guns, pistols, and high-capacity ammunition cartridges. The law comes as a response to the mass shooting in Highland Park this past summer. The University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign broke records in the fall 2022 semester in terms of international enrollment. There were 11,548 international students enrolled in the fall semester, breaking the previous record held in 2017 of 10,826 international students. Director of International Student and Scholar Services Martin McFarlane says international students come from 126 different countries, 87% are from countries in Asia. Most international students came from China, comprising of 5,464 students. The fall semester was also the first time an African-American nation had over 100 students enrolled at the university at once. 231 students are from Africa, and 105 of those students are from Nigeria. However, McFarland says that because of the pandemic, international faculty and staff numbers have dropped to the lowest it's been since its recording began in 2005. Yesterday, Governor J.B. Pritzker and the Illinois Department of Transportation announced a third round of Rebuild Illinois projects totaling over $113 million. The Rebuild Illinois program was passed in 2019 and aims to invest over $33 billion over six years back into the state's transportation system. In a statement to the press, Governor Pritzker affirmed the project and clarified its goals. I'm very proud to announce the third round of projects. This third round of grants will increase transportation options and create more good-paying jobs all across downstate Illinois. 
Governor Pritzker made the announcement in Decatur aside Mayor Julie Wolf, who thanked the department and Pritzker for their support, saying, quote, We are very excited to continue transforming our transit campus and to support the next generation of public transportation, end quote. This next round of installments will focus on expanding city transit, installing solar panels on bus barns, and replacing older vehicles with hybrids. Since the launch of the program, 32 transit systems have received state investments, including the Champaign-Urbana Mass Transit District, which was awarded $7.2 million in 2022. The Urbana City Council approved a permit allowing a developer to use a landfill for an urban solar farm. This farm could be used to aid low-income families in the Urbana area, and the council members say they are using this opportunity to push for more renewable energy. Urbana has one 4-megawatt solar farm that helps power Urbana buildings and helps low-income housing. Not only are families being supported through the solar farm, but the developers are investing money back into the community by working on the project. The developers need to apply for incentives before construction can begin, but Urbana officials say they hope to have the solar farm ready by next year. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Daniel Villarreal, Becca Douglas, Avery Bowen, Lily Salas, and Madison Holcomb. Our science and technology editor is Husna Husseini, our political editor is Avery Bowen, and our regional editor is Josie Almeida. Our deputy news director is Daniel Villarreal, and our news director is Madison Holcomb. For WPGU News, I'm Alyssa Eaton.